Let's get this party started. Warning, this episode contains an amateur podcast host attempting to pronounce Latin and French words. Welcome everyone to May's edition of Tinsel Tunes. And yes, this is Dwayne, your resident Kiwi podcaster from all the way down in New Zealand. In this episode, we'll look at one of the oldest Christmas tunes known to man and look at the song The Friendly Beasts and some different versions of that song. We'll also close out the episode with another chapter of the audio version on record of A Christmas Carol. But first, have you had a look at the outside of your laptop or notebook or anything like that? And perhaps it has a few stickers from other Christmas podcasts on it and you've thought, hmm, I don't have a Tinsel Tunes one. Well, you can. Just leave a five-star review on iTunes or Facebook, and once you've done that, send me a message on Facebook or email tinseltunespodcast at gmail.com and let me know. Include your mailing details and I'll get one sent to you. Little bit of a shameless plug time. Speaking of YouTube, I have three YouTube channels. I have one called Townsend Lights, which is a channel for my lighting display. I have Dwayne Plays Drums, which is a channel for my drumming, which has a video that's pretty much just gone viral and it's helped increase the traffic to my channel. So I've released a few more videos on there. And I've also got one for Tinsel Tunes, which I've had for a while. There's only 15 people following it. And I think now is a great time to jump on board that bandwagon. Okay, let's get into these tunes. You may have noticed I said tunes and not Christmas songs or carols. Well, that's because there is a difference. Is a Christmas carol the same as a hymn? While both are often religious and sung to worship God, hymns are sung throughout the year in churches across the world, whereas Christmas carols are only sung during the festive season. And Christmas carols are actually religious in nature, while Christmas songs are secular. Christmas songs are universally popular once the holiday season starts and many annual classics such as Bing Crosby's White Christmas seem like they've been around forever. However, the most popular Christmas songs were created in more recent times, with recent times being defined as the 20th century. The origins of Christmas music dates back to around the 4th century when some of the first Latin Christmas hymns were written about Jesus Christ. These early hymns were sung during church Christmas celebrations and eventually evolved into the songs we recognise today. And one of those songs, though not the oldest, is definitely one of the oldest, is The Friendly Beasts. This song was originally a French hymn dating back to the 12th century. Yet, as old as this song is, I first heard it only five years ago when a version of it was played on the My Merry Christmas podcast. It tells the tale of the animals at Jesus' birth and the gifts they gave him. The animals in the hymn are donkey, cow and the dove. Some versions also include a camel and a cat. The song is distinctive in that each of the animals sings to the newborn Christ in the first person, offering a gift to comfort him. 
the English lyrics are a little more modern, which were written by Robert Davis in the 1920s. The lyrics were first published in 1934 when appearing in a publication, The Coming of the Prince of Peace, a nativity play with ancient Christmas carols. Depending on the source, the song has also been known as The Song of the Ass, The Feast of the Ass, The Donkey Carol, The Animal Carol, and The Gift of the Animals, and The Gifts They Gave. The structure of the stanzas are written from the animal's point of view, except for the first, which sets the scene, and the last, which summarises that all the beasts, by some good spell, were pleased to offer a gift to Emmanuel. The good spell has a sense of a magical event in which even the animals were engaged in the mystery. The carol originated in the 12th century in France and is set to the melody of the Latin song Orientis Partibus. The carol's simple and seamlessly transparent text belies a rich history. The tune Orientis Partibus has been attributed to Pierre de Cobel, who was a bishop of Sens and was sung during the Feast of Circumcision on January the 1st. By the 13th century, the melody was sung during the, and this is where my superior French accent comes into play, Fete de Leon, which is the festival of the ass or donkey, the focus of which was the flight into Egypt by the Holy Family. During the mass for this festival, a donkey was often led or ridden into the church. At some point over the centuries, the scene shifted from the flight into Egypt to the journey to Bethlehem. Like most of the songs we've covered on Tinsel Tunes, many, many artists have recorded the song. So some of the more prominent renditions include Brian Stokes Mitchell. This is the version I heard that I'd mentioned above on the My Merry Christmas podcast. In this version, he sings with a Mormon tabernacle choir and he sings each animal with a different voice. And this was recorded on December 2008. I said the donkey, all shaggy and brown. I carried his mother uphill and down. I carried her safely to Bethlehem town. I said the donkey, shaggy and brown. Peter, Paul and Mary recorded a version of the song on their album A Happy Celebration and this was released in 1998. I said the donkey, oh, sad. 
Christmas favourite Bill Ives recorded a version from his album Christmas Day in the Morning in 1952. I said the cow all white and red I gave him my manger for his bed I gave him my hay to pillow his head I said the cow all white and red I said the sheep with curly horn I gave him my wool for his blanket so warm He wore my... The next two versions are actually titled The Gifts They Gave. So the first one is Johnny Cash. This is from his album The Christmas Spirit, recorded in 1963. I said the sheep with curly horn. I said the dove from the rafters high. I sang him to sleep that he would not cry. We sang him to sleep, my love and I. I set the dove from the rafters high. And this is Harry Belafonte from his 1962 album To Wish You a Merry Christmas. Jesus, our brother, kind and good, was humbly born in a stable of wood, and the friendly beasts around him stood Jesus our brother kind and good I said the donkey shaggy and brown I carried his mother And Garth Brooks on his 1992 platinum-selling album Beyond the Seasons, and he's titled the song The Gift. Jesus, our brother kind and good Was humbly born in a stable of wood And the friendly beasts around him stood Jesus, our brother Kind and good I said the donkey Shaggy and brown I carried his mother Up hill and down I carried her safely To Bethlehem town I said the donkey Shaggy and brown Okay, so that's it for this short and sweet episode. Uh, As we did last month, we'll see the episode out with a second chapter of A Christmas Carol on audio record 
which I have recorded onto the computer so it captures all the hisses and pops and crackles it's quite magical so we'll see that out with maybe about five or ten minutes worth of audio and as usual be excellent to each other and rock on Chapter 2. When we last left Scrooge, he was sitting in his favourite chair, and the bells began to ring mysteriously all by themselves. As he looked, he saw this bell begin to swing. It swung so softly in the outset that it scarcely made a sound. But soon it rang out loudly, and so did every bell in the house. bells ceased as they had begun, together. They were succeeded by a clanking noise, as if some person were dragging a heavy chain. Scrooge then remembered to have heard that ghosts in haunted houses were described as dragging chains. Then he heard the noise much louder, then coming up the stairs, then coming straight towards his door. It passed into the room before his eyes. A dying flame leaped up as though it cried, I know him, Marley's ghost, and then fell again. How now? What do you want with me? Much. Who are you? In life, I was your partner, Jacob Marley. You don't believe in me? I don't. Why do you doubt your senses? Because a little thing affects them. A slight disorder of the stomach makes them cheats. You may be an undigested bit of beef, a blot of mustard, a crumb of cheese, a fragment of an underdone potato. There's more of gravy than of grave about you, whatever you are. But why do spirits walk the earth? And why do they come to me? It is required of every man that the spirit within him should walk abroad among his fellow men and travel far and wide. And if that spirit goes not forth in life, it is condemned to do so after death. It is doomed to wander through the world. You are fettered. Tell me why. I wear the chain I forged in life. I made it link by link. Seven years dead and traveling all the time? The whole time. No rest, no peace, incessant torture of remorse. Why did I walk through crowds of fellow beings with my eyes turned down and never raise them to that blessed star which led the wise men to a poor abode?
kill the path I tread. Expect the first tomorrow when the bell tolls one. Expect the second on the next night at the same hour. The third upon the next night when the last stroke of twelve has ceased to vibrate. The spectre floated out upon the bleak, dark night. And Scrooge, much in need of repose, went straight to bed without undressing and fell asleep upon the instant. Cannot hope to shun the path I tread. Expect the first tomorrow when the bell tolls one. Expect the second on the next night at the same hour. The third upon the next night when the last stroke of twelve has ceased to vibrate. The spectre floated out upon the bleak, dark night, and Scrooge, much in need of repose, went straight to bed without undressing and fell asleep upon the instant.